like I've just learned to kind of like accept the strengths that I have, accept mm-hmm. the body that I've been given, um, the voice that I have, and like even all the things that I'm not, you know, strong at. Like I try to embrace those too. And, you know, it is what it is. We got to keep this train moving. So. <laughs> Welcome to the Graceful Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Brianna Bana, and I just want to thank you for spending a little bit of your time with me today. If you haven't already, follow the podcast on Instagram at Graceful Growth Podcast. Again, that's Graceful Growth Podcast. I really hope you guys enjoy today's episode. Love you. Bye. Okay. So welcome back to the Graceful Growth Podcast. If you're on Instagram, you know that I have a new guest today, brand new to all of you. Lauren James, say hello. Oh my gosh, hello. <laughs> I'm so happy oh, to be here. I'm so happy that you're here. This has been um, this has been a long time coming. I was telling Lauren, like texting her, that I have had this episode planned probably since like January of last year, but I just... <laughs> I, I didn't tell you this part is that I was working up the courage to ask you to be on the podcast. And that's why it took so long. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> no, you know, I would do this for you any second, any day. So oh oh, I'm just happy to be here. Thank you for asking me. Yes. Okay. So, um, everybody who comes on has to do the quick six. And of course, in, graceful growth fashion I did not tell Lauren what the quick six are so number one (laughs) who are you oh my gosh I feel like this is like the hardest question um (laughs) so I am Lauren or LJ um you can use those interchangeably um but I am one of Bree's friends who I actually met (laughs) when I was in Austin um through Devin so Devin and I were actually co-workers for a few years and I thank the heavens above uh met Brie um while I was there but yeah I am Lauren I currently live in Pittsburgh I work in like IT sales and staffing um which like I don't know it's I'm a salesperson (laughs) it is what it is (laughs) Um, (laughs) I went to school in Akron and in Michigan. And since then I've kind of lived in different parts of the country, but my family's from, you know, this like Pittsburgh and North Northern Pittsburgh, I guess you could say. Um, and yeah, I, I've somehow found my way home. So that's a little bit about me. I'm a, a daughter. I'm a sister. I'm a friend. I'm an auntie newly. Uh, I was just about to, to say, <laughs> you're an auntie um, too, new title. I know, I know, I added that in August, so super excited, um, and a dog mom, how could I forget? Oh, yes, yes, a dog mom <laughs> to two, that, I feel like that's a feat in itself, like, having one dog, like, oh my gosh, that's a lot, especially your dog, she is, um, Miss Scout, she is something. Oh my She's gosh, little... I... I love her so much. She was my child that I, um, I told Brie before we started, she asked about Scout and I was like, yeah, I, I refer to Scout as my firstborn and my boyfriend gets really <laughs> creeped out. 
I was like, I got her from the shelter and that was the day we came home from the hospital. Um, <laughs> she, she is my light. She is my, basically my therapy dog. I mean, she's like the chillest, calmest, um, she is most so comforting. Calm, yeah. yeah. She's literally an angel. And then as I moved in with my now boyfriend, um, he has a little Frenchie named Lucy and she is the complete opposite so we have a busy <laughs> we have a busy household but yeah they're good good see this I call it the quick six but I always know that it's going to be long especially like you've probably answered the best so far even though that was only question one. Oh Ooh, my gosh thank you <laughs> I'm like nervous over here I'm trying to get the jitters out oh goodness I, yeah hopefully we'll get them all out by like question six so <laughs> Number two, what do you think is the hardest thing that you've ever accomplished? Oh, we're just mm. getting after it with the hard-hitting questions, Bree. <laughs> hardest thing I've ever accomplished. Um, I mean, I've had some pretty gnarly hangovers. I'm not going to lie. No, I'm <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. I Truthfully, I would say probably like the hardest thing I've accomplished is just this is gonna sound very cheesy and very vague um but it's the god's honest truth probably just like accepting myself for me and just I don't know being my all caps version of myself and just like trying to be grateful for what I have I mean it's true that's such no you said it's cheesy it is not cheesy and it just hit me like yep this is exactly why I asked Miss LJ right here to be on this podcast because yes, 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 yes. I have to say too, because like, I feel like probably most of my listeners are people who I actually know in real life. And we are like, I think that this is something that we talk about often. They're my friends, um, but I'm sure mm-hmm. that there are other people who listen who feel the same because it's mostly women too. Um, but just like, I love that being the all caps version of yourself and like, actually that is a hard thing to accomplish. Cause like, I can't even oh say that gosh. I'm here yet. Like, yeah, um, no. And I'm like, not either. Like, but like, don't let me fool you. I'm not, <laughs> I, I am no, like, I don't even know what to compare it to, but it's, it's an ever going journey as they say, like, I, again, yeah. I sound very cheesy right now, but but it's so true. Like, I don't know. There's so many times where I'm like looking in the mirror and I'm like, Oh, like I wish my hair was thicker. I wish I like Mm -hmm. didn't have to wear mascara on my, it's just like, okay, well, guess what? That's not me. I am who I am. (laughs) And it like, I've just learned to kind of like accept the strengths that I have, accept Mm -hmm. the body that I've been given um, the voice that I have. And like, even all the things that I'm not, you know, strong at, like I try to embrace those two and you know, it is what it is. We got to keep this train moving. So (laughs) (laughs) no, I love that. That's a, Oh man, that's a great answer. Oof, I love it. Oh yeah. We're going to have a good one. This is going to be a good episode. I can feel it. (laughs) Um, what is something that you would tell your younger self? Mm. Oh gosh. At what stage in life? I mean, (laughs) oh let's let's do maybe um like teenage but not quite in college yet and then like undergrad slash grad oh okay um well maybe just for like everyone younger I'd probably uh, 
don't know. I'd probably just say like, it's not that deep, just like in life in general, <laughs> yeah. like everything. Right. I don't know, school, yeah. uh, classes, um, jobs, the guy you're dating, like it's not that deep. Right. Yeah. No <laughs> like facts. you're going to be okay. You're going to be yeah. okay. And this is just like a season in your life. And like, I, I don't know, like you're going to be all right. <laughs> I don't know. Oof. LJ dropping the gems. Think- I know. I'm trying to think of like what else I would probably to like, just, I don't know, because there's times when I look back at like my high school self and I, I don't know about you and maybe I'm aging myself here, but like social media wasn't really like mm-hmm. a thing in high school for me. Um, yeah. Like, I mean, like Facebook came out. So most people had Facebooks, but like, right. I don't know. Like Facebook was a weird, and that was just like when social media was being introduced to society. And, you know, as humans, everyone's just like, what do I do with my hands? Like, what are we doing right now? Like, you yeah. knew what to do. So it was just kind of like a weird stage. Um, but I don't know. I probably like, I was like super confident when I was younger. Like there's times I look back at myself and I'm like, dang, like, I owned that shit. Like I didn't care. Like I would go right. Like I would show up to high school in sweats pretty much every single day. I wore my hair on top of my head. I talked to everybody. Like I tried to be friendly to every people, like everyone I knew, like I would joke around with, like, I just like, I loved myself in high school. Um, I don't know if I was just like hugged too much as a child or what, but like what, (laughs) how I got there, (laughs) but (laughs) I don't know. No, like I was good, just though. like I was just having a good time. Like I didn't really take things too seriously. Like I probably partied a little too much, but like <laughs> it was okay. Like I turned out all right. I wasn't doing anything bad well, you or like did. Yeah. So I don't know. I'd probably just remind myself that like one, it's it's not that deep. Two, to put yourself out there, like continue doing what you're doing and um I mean, not to like take a sharp, dark turn, but like, it's okay if you're not feeling mentally well all the time, like good news, mm. there's therapy, there's drugs for that and mm-hmm. medical marijuana will be legal soon. So <laughs> there you have it. Yeah. No, it that's, be so, okay. that's so good though. And I love how you mentioned social media because like, you're right, like, and you're not aging yourself that much. And also this whole podcast is about age. I haven't named it yet, um, but <laughs> I already told you what I was going to talk to you about. But um, yeah, bring the old hag in. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like I just remember, like yes, I was like on Facebook in high school, but like it wasn't that big of a deal. And I think that like Instagram was just starting to become a thing when I was in high school. But we were posting stuff with like the excessive rainbow filters on it, and it would yes. just be like outfit of the day or whatever like we did not care about followers we didn't care about likes it was just like yep this is what's on my Instagram page and like that's just what it is and it was not like a the whole ego thing and like for high school I don't know a time where I was more confident like I sometimes I I look back at pictures and I'm like what the hell was I wearing like that is what what do you have on like but I went to school rocking it I was like yeah I look good like with my little Sperry's on and the like (laughs) I did not look good but (laughs) I know no I that's good totally relate to that like I don't know I was thinking the other day it was cracking me up because like when you look at old pictures like there's 
every once in a while, just to humble myself, I'll go back on my <laughs> Instagram and look at like my first few posts that I posted. Hilarious. If you haven't done that in a while, get your phones out and look at pictures that you posted yes. over 10 years ago. Like With from the captions. The, yes. From the picture quality to the captions, <laughs> to the weird things that you'd like put in your friends. Like I don't even like the last like love you like a sis like what the heck are we doing it <laughs> cracks me doing? up but another thing that'll make you feel good like okay sure I didn't look great in 2008 but like google the Kardashians in 2008 oh, yeah like, and good. these are yeah and like these are like the most beautiful people in the world okay like I guess quote and quote like you know that's what they're like famous for is you know yeah well exactly. actually I don't know can anybody really say what they're famous for who knows but um <laughs> at this point yeah <laughs> they're famous for being famous I guess yeah. but like it makes me feel better about myself because I'm like okay well these people are like deemed the most beautiful people in the world and like look at their photos from you know 15 years ago like no one was killing it and nobody yeah, had filters exactly. either so there's that <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now to the little uh, little deeper stuff, I guess. Mm. Concerns that you have for the future. Oh, gosh, where do I start? Um, you just mean like in general or like for me? For yourself. I guess you could say in general too, which is probably not too different from other people listening. But yeah, yourself. Um, concerns for myself. I mean, I guess... I don't know. I guess the concerns I have are probably pretty general in a sense. Like, aside from like the health of my family for Mm -hmm. me, um, I don't know. I don't know if I necessarily have like concerns, like in particular. I guess it's more just like, like it's hard. I don't know if this sounds weird, but it's like hard to be happy all the time. Like, life gives oh, you curveballs like life gives you so many curveballs so I guess like my biggest concern is just like how I'm going to manage curveballs that come at me as I get mm. older as like you know I mean fingers crossed this, this doesn't happen but like it probably will because life is life but like how am I going to handle if like a family member gets sick how am I going to handle if one of my friends um goes through a rough time or a breakup or a divorce or like how am I gonna go through if me or one of my friends like wants to have a baby and can't get pregnant like Mm. it's gonna be tough so it's like yeah it's like we have real problems now yeah (laughs) yeah it's like those are the concerns I I have just for the Mm -hmm. future but it's not necessarily like I don't know it's and again that I feel like that's pretty general like I'm sure a lot of people would probably answer that way, but when it comes no. to like my job and when it comes to like my job and stuff like that, it's kind of just like, whatever, it's a job. I feel like during COVID when I got furloughed and um, I mean, a lot of people got furloughed, a lot of people lost their jobs. It kind of woke me up to the sense of like, there's a job, there's a million other jobs and things come in waves. The, the economy goes in waves. It'll be all right. Like worst case scenario, I have to go bartend. I probably would be pretty happy doing that. So it's <laughs> so there's times where I'm like at my job, I'm like, okay, worst case scenario, I get fired. Point blank. Like, okay, I go yeah. and find something else. Like it's not gonna be the mm-hmm. end of the world. 
Right. So yeah, to answer your question, back to your question, I feel like those are my main concerns just for like the health, safety, and like mental well-being of the people around me and myself. Those are like my my concerns, I suppose. I think it is um I never really know what to expect going into a podcast when I have somebody on. Um, but everybody always surprises me like in the best way. And I have to give you your flowers right now while I'm thinking about it. You are, sound very nonchalant about it, but your answer just like, not that I didn't know this before, but like it just really honed in for me how caring of a person you are for your concerns to be like how you're going to support your loved ones when they're going through a hard time. Like mm-hmm. what? <laughs> like no nobody ever really says stuff like that not to say that like everybody else is like not caring but like that really just like kind of shook me to my core in the best way that you Aww. said that and, like really just made me think about a lot of things because like you're right like worst case scenario I lose my job and I have to go find something else like okay but then when it comes to like your friends or your family it's like okay worst case scenario like I don't get to talk to these people anymore. Like something Mm -hmm. happens and like, I never get to talk to them or see them again. Like, wow. I just, yeah. I like, I'm probably just feeling very emotional, but like, I like this made me a little teary. um, Oh my gosh, Lauren. Like, um. (laughs) but that's the thing, Brie, that I feel like, I feel like everyone feels that way. It's just not something that one people like to think about. And two, Mm -hmm. it like the question that you asked me is not, a common thing for people to hear True. on a basis. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So it's probably one of those things where like your closest friends and family, they definitely feel like those concerns for you and like for the people in their lives. Like I feel that way for you too. I feel that way for my sister. I feel that way for my my girlfriends from high school that I mm-hmm. see more often now because I live close to them. But um, but I appreciate that you're like asking these questions because it does allow people to kind of really like self-evaluate and think about it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you're so, so wise. Um. <laughs> uh, but then I'm also like a very immature person. Like I'm a silly goose. So <laughs> I think you got to keep the kid in you a little bit sometimes. I don't know if it's a maturity, immaturity thing, but I think sometimes in order to like not be so bogged down by the like very real things of our lives you have to be like a little bit of a kid um Mm kind of innocent in that sense but um this is this is a different this is an interesting question now that I think about it I the first couple of guests that I had they are kind of more creative I guess um and there's some things that they don't like to like tell people before they actually do them so um I'm I'm curious how you'll answer this but um yeah do you have any goals that you can share with the audience Oh, girls. Um, hmm. <laughs> like I probably should have a few, huh? Um, <laughs> uh, I feel like one of my, I don't know if like a New Year's resolution is uh, worthy of it's speaking totally about, but yeah, I guess I'll, that's the first thing that's coming to my mind right now. Um, so at the turn of the year well actually so my birthday falls less than two weeks after the new year so I don't know I don't really have like new year's resolutions like I always wait till my birthday because I'm always like you know what the holidays are a lot yeah that's a good start to the year though yeah it's like it's heavy coming back from the holidays like I always try to give myself like 
the mental break after that to be like, okay, you don't have to jump into like new year resolutions. Mm-hmm. Like my birthday is just designated like the time that I reevaluate. <laughs> um, yeah. So this year um, I turned the big 30, <laughs> 30 flirty, barely hanging on. No, um, but I, I've been trying to like focus on um, just trying to feel good mm. versus trying to, I don't want to like make it all like about looks, but like, I feel like for a long time I like focused on, oh, I want to look good. I want to lose weight. Yeah. I want to fit into right. this dress again. I want to fit into my college jeans again. And it's just like, this mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Like who right. fucking cares? <laughs> Right. So this year I've just been making like a big focus of like, I want to feel good. I want to like wake up and not feel physically tired and mentally tired and exhausted. And like, I want to eat good food. I want my body to feel good. I want to try new exercises. I want to do new classes. Uh, I don't want to drink as much as I have been like, I don't know, for a while there are like every single weekend I was boozing, which like, yeah. I feel like a lot of people do. And I don't know if that's like a cultural thing, but like everyone I know goes out and gets drinks on the weekends. And typically that turns into like three plus drinks, which I don't know if that's just the people I'm around. I don't know. There's not much to <laughs> no, do in Pittsburgh. I think that's valid. <laughs> yeah, like, there's not much to do in Pittsburgh in the wintertime. So like, <laughs> it just happens. Um, but I've really been trying to like make a push to just feel mentally and physically good this year and so far it's happened like have I been drinking a little bit here and there yeah but like I'm not gonna fully cut it out because I don't know I still want to be happy and live my life and be social and um, see the people that I love yeah I'm just like really trying to feel that like get that balance but that's kind of one of my goals for this year and then obviously like I have I have my goals and aspirations for work, but I really haven't been putting as much energy into my professional career as I did. Like, I mean, you know this, I dedicated so much time to going to college. Um, Like I got my master's degree. I... I picked up and moved all across the country for different jobs, which I'm really happy I did. Like, don't get me wrong. It was a good experience. I got to meet some of the best people, um, including (laughs) you. Um, So it was a really cool time in my life. And I obviously don't think I would be able to do that, like where I'm at moving forward. But it was all focused around my career. And then I think when COVID happened and like I got furloughed, And I mean, thankfully they brought me back, but after that, like my job had switched to something that I like didn't originally want to do. And I think I just realized like, oh wait, so I moved to New York city for this job, got furloughed. They brought me back doing something that I didn't want to do. And this is why I'm here. I'm like, why am I missing Christmas? Why am I missing birthdays and bachelorette parties and Mm -hmm. like why am I missing all this stuff for a company that literally dropped me like I was a hot potato (laughs) yeah (laughs) when when shit hit the fan yeah um 
I don't know. It was just like an awakening. And I know like we're going on year four of that, but it took me a while because I was a workaholic for a very long time. Like, right, I, right. That's all I focused my career on. Like I just was so career focused. And after a while I was like, okay, well, I'm having fun at work, but I want to have fun when I'm not at work. And that's going to be my, that's going to be my new focus. So that's kind of. Absolutely. An, yeah. That's kind of like a, a long, a long goal that I've had for the past few years, but um, it's definitely, I don't know. I'm starting to feel more comfortable with it, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so that was question five, but um, that's why I love these questions um, because it always gets me like, we're going to talk about this too, but I just like, I don't want to wait because if I wait, I'm going to forget. But <laughs> um, that is so, so, so real because I, like, so just, a, I don't know how much background that um, you even want to put out there. Miss. Oh, I don't care. But, you can okay. <laughs> share whatever. <laughs> okay. So like, this is, um, you know, I, I talk a lot on the pod about like growth and kind of like, I think I have an episode of like, you know how sometimes like your goals kind of have to change a little bit, like based on what's going on. And it doesn't really mean that you're failing or anything. It's just like, okay, maybe that, that actually wasn't what was designed for me, mm -hmm. but I just wanted to say too, like in my, so Lauren worked in sports. So like y'all are what she said that she did or like does currently, like that's not anywhere near the sports management realm at all. Like that it's mm -hmm. just not like, and not that Lauren is a failure, but like, it's just not, but Sometimes I think that like, and I've experienced this too, where we work so, 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 so hard because we like think that this is going to be this thing that we do for like a really long time. And then that really long time gets cut short and it's kind of like, wait, what am I doing? Is this actually what I wanted to be doing? Like, mm -hmm. and it just like revamps everything. Like I, um, like in my current job now, um, like I was just kind of like chilling for a little bit, but then it was like, people kept telling me like, okay, like, bro, you're doing good. And like, I'm not feeling like I'm doing good because I have been in this industry for, it'll be six years this July. Um, wow. I have held five different roles. They've all been promotions. Um, so that's been like a lot of promoting, yes, promoting, promoting. Yes. It's like, yes, that's so great. But then like, I finally got to a point now and like that this could have something to do with like the other milestones in my life. But like, this year, I'm like, I have no desire but to do my job and that's it. If I don't get mm -hmm. a promotion next year, cool. If I don't get a raise next year, also cool. I don't care. <laughs> I am not working like a dog anymore. Like, I'm over mm -hmm. that. I did. I feel like my energy has been spent getting me to this point. And, like, now I want to chill. And, like you said, like, I was having fun at work. But, like, now I'd like to prioritize having fun not at work like mm -hmm. <laughs> like that that needs to be the thing um and I know yeah. like in my head I said that like in my head I'm like okay yeah that's what's going on but then my actions sometimes are like wait why are you still working so hard like and don't get me wrong I'm not lazy at work but I at, like consistently go above and beyond like trying to I don't even know like it, it's like I can't even turn it off but then like I can't even celebrate like outside of work because I'm like, no, what's next? What's next? I have to mm -hmm. chase me. What's next? And it's like, no, like actually it, it can be time to chill. Like it's, it's actually okay. <laughs> um, Dude. Yeah. No. And that's like such a good point. And that's, I mean, not to like 
I guess I'm making this like a three-parter from the original question, but another goal that I've had, and I don't, like I mentioned to you, I, I moved in with my boyfriend a few months ago. Um, and like the job I'm in right now, I've been at for two years. Like this is, that's the longest I've been in a job like since I've graduated, <laughs> which right. is kind of crazy to think about. But yeah. I feel like to kind of, jump on the bandwagon of what you're saying of like being content and like cool like that's another goal that I currently have mm -hmm. it's like hey guess what your time out right you're doing what you set out to do you achieved it so let's just enjoy it for a minute and yes. be content <laughs> like let's be content we don't have to continue like it doesn't always have to be what's next, what's next, what's next, because yes. if you are never satisfied, like you're never, like you're never going to, you be will satisfied. never be satisfied. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, like nothing will ever be enough. Like that, that's probably, I like, obviously I asked you the question and not myself, but that's definitely like the biggest goal of like, okay, can you just please be okay with where you are right now for one time in your life? Like, mm -hmm. um, Yeah. And it's hard, like, especially when you're like a motivated, determined, hardworking right. person who has put so much time and energy into mm -hmm. a, I mean, in this sense, we're talking about our jobs, like it can be hard to just take a backseat and to breathe, yeah. but it's so needed or else you're just going to like burn yourself out and Fizzle never out. be happy. Yes, exactly. Okay, last question of the quick six that is not quick because this is an intro, but it's a long intro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but also a, a yapper, so there's that. You're funny. So am I, but that's fine. That's why I have a <laughs> podcast so that I can yap right. all, my, all I want. Um, <laughs> right. So last one. Tell us about a time that you let doubt cloud a decision that you were making or going to make, or maybe you didn't even end up making the decision or something like mm -hmm. that. You let doubt cloud your decisions. Oh, oh gosh. Um, I don't know. I feel like, I feel whenever I, like when you said that question, I just imagine like the devil and angel on my shoulders <laughs> and <laughs> some, sometimes that devil, he'd be winning. Um, and I feel like that's, <laughs> Like you have that person that's like, no, that's stupid. Or like, oh, like, yeah. don't say that because you might, you know, offend somebody or, oh, like, like I'm always so concerned that my words are going to be taken the wrong way. Um, mm -hmm. So there's often times, and I feel like I'm, I'm finally getting over that as of recently, mm -hmm. but in like a professional and personal standpoint, like I've, I've kind of always filtered myself um, mm -hmm. because I'm always like, oh, I don't want to say something that like somebody takes the wrong way. And um, not that people know me that like your audience knows me, but I'm never yeah. somebody that tries to like, I'm not going to say anything that is hurtful to someone. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like that might be an instance where it's like you have like that little voice in your head, like, just just be quiet like you don't you don't have a place and maybe it's like imposter syndrome I don't really know like mm. what the technical term might be but um I can't really think of like a particular example though that's a tough question no that's fine that's fine like some people 
I, I've gotten mixed answers on that, which is interesting, which is why I love doing this because I feel like I can learn more about how my friends think. Um, because I, I don't think that I could probably, like, I could pinpoint a time either where I can say that, but like similar to you, it's just like these little things throughout the day are just good, like, kind of almost stifling myself a little bit of like what I fully can be. And like, like you said, like, I'm not intentionally ever trying to like hurt anyone, but it's like, okay, maybe should I have said something about that or like, yeah. Um, and there's, are my words right? Like, am I doing this right? Like, it's kind of like little right. things like that. The second guessing, you know? Yeah. It's like second guessing. And I mean, there has been um, a couple times throughout my career and this could be a whole nother podcast probably. Um, <laughs> but there's been times where like people have been inappropriate in the workplace and it's one of those mm. things where it's like oh I don't think I should say anything because I don't Ooh. I'm nervous and, yeah. and then like it comes out and then that person gets like fired <laughs> it's like <Yeah>. okay <laughs> I probably should have said something right but it's like oh, and maybe I that's the only one yikes yeah <laughs> right and like again like nothing ever nothing ever crazy happened to me thank god but it's what it's just like little things where like your little red flags like intuition right. is kind of raising mm-hmm. a little bit and you're like oh I'm mm-hmm. kind of uncomfy right now like I don't right. think this is right but I'm scared to say something and maybe that again is just being like a young professional you don't know how to handle stuff like that and True. as I get older I'm like the filter is disappearing I'm like terrified <laughs> for myself when I'm in my yeah. like 80s I'm like Your oh 80s, god yeah. <laughs> I'm like the stuff that's gonna be flying out of my mouth. Oh, I feel so bad for my future like family members. Um, yeah, little grandchildren. Like, oh my god, Granny <laughs> is crazy. Know, she is a loose cannon, but she's funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, and of course, there's always times where I'm like, oh, should I have taken that opportunity or should I haven't? But mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I feel like you could probably relate to this too. I feel like you're the same, but when it came to like taking opportunities and like going on an adventure, like I know that sounds kind of lame, but I was never one to turn down going after something that like I thought would be really cool to do. Like somebody was like, Oh, like here's an internship in California. And I'm like, heck yeah, yeah, I want to do that. Like I'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. Like toss my name in the hat. Hopefully like I get picked. Um, like stuff like that. I was always like jumping on it. Um, right. So it's not like I had doubt in that way. Like I never questioned the things that I felt passionate and strongly about. Uh, but there are times where, you know, I'm doubtful of if, you know, I'm going to say the right thing in this situation or if I should or shouldn't, um, speak up or let my voice be heard. I guess that's kind of my answer to that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah okay I love it I love it so that was our that was our quick six the quick so six now... eh <laughs> <laughs> so now um so as Lauren mentioned so this episode I was like I'm definitely going to talk to Lauren and you weren't even 30 yet at the time that I was planning it. you had literally just turned 29 and so I was <laughs> like yeah I'm going to start plotting on I, initially I was like okay I'm going to talk to her about like approaching 30 and I think that it actually happened at the right time because I I don't know you could probably answer this for yourself but I don't think that you would have the same um like outlook that you currently do right now if I would have asked you these questions like last February um no probably not (laughs) to be fully honest (laughs) yeah like um 
and it actually this all sparked from a dm um because i think that we were like probably chatting on instagram or something like right after your birthday and you had mentioned something about like how you're getting closer to 30 and i was like i want to talk to her about that i want to talk to her about how Mm -hmm. she feels about that because i feel like i don't know it's a mixed bag especially with women i think it's a mixed bag of like i have some friends that are like oh my goodness i cannot wait until I'm in the thirties. Like that seems like where it's going to be at. Like that seems like it's a fun time. And then I have some other friends that are like, damn it. Why am I getting so old? You know, like, right. It's like, it's, and it's like, and everything in between. And I feel like I'm like somewhere in between where I'm all like, Ooh, yeah, 30 is going to be cool. And then also I'm like, yeah, 30, that just sounds way too grown for me. Like in my head, (laughs) I'm still 25. Like whatever age I was when COVID hit, that's how old I still am. But Brie, I kid you not. I was literally <laughs> saying that like two days ago. I was like, can we all just like put a pause and just rewind? Because I'd love yeah. to be 27 again. <laughs> yeah. Like, whatever age that was, that's what I'm going to stay. I actually have a manager. She's an old manager. And to this day, I still don't know how old she is because anytime anybody asks her how old she is, including her children, she says, I'm ageless. Like, I, I'm yeah. assuming she's in her 40s. Like, I don't know because she's been in the industry for like long enough to have been be in her 40s. But she's like, I literally am 25. And she's like, I don't know how old I am really until I look at my like driver's license and like remember like, okay, yeah, yeah, I was actually born in this year. But she was like, I do not subscribe to that. Uh, which ah, I think good hilarious. for her. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> ageless Uh, that's perfect yeah she's like i'm ageless don't ask me how old i am which is like also rude but um (laughs) anyway (laughs) oh that's so funny um yeah i I have really i have like such a bad habit of like when people ask me how old i am i'm like well how old do you think i am and then i'm just like i'm just setting myself up for potential like excitement or disappointment disappointment. (laughs) (laughs) i don't know it's like a fun game i like to play with myself i'm like i don't know how old do you think i am it's a bad habit I should probably break that yeah no 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 I think it's funny because I I don't know looking at you and just to give you guys a descriptor of Lauren Lauren is um she she's mighty in in spirit (laughs) but she's not very tall so uh... (laughs) no I'm not like yeah barely five two um (laughs) like maybe 120 soaking wet like (laughs) Uh, yeah I'm like I have like small dog syndrome essentially yeah she carries herself <laughs> like she is a big dog but uh, <laughs> I am not it's, it's no uh, so <laughs> so I have to ask now that you are 30 like do you feel any different um a little bit and it's not like a physical difference although mm. I have okay it's full disclosure to everybody <laughs> on the other side um I say that and then I also have to remind myself that Brie asked me to do this like two weeks ago and I was down very bad. I like had a virus. I, I tried to be a cool um, guest to a wedding. I had just a destination wedding in Punta Cana, um, got back, was like deathly ill, um, oh, no. <laughs> not doing well, like in so <laughs> many aspects, I won't get into the details, um, <laughs> but I ended up having a virus that like took me out for almost a week. And then this is the first time this has happened. I think I like developed a cough after I got over, um, having like a really sore throat and I must've pulled a back muscle or something <laughs> in my sleep as I was coughing. <laughs> when I say I could not move. 
my neck for like oh, five days. <laughs> it was not pretty. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh my God, I woke up and I was like, Nick, I cannot move. And I was like, what is happening? Like, did I break a rib? Like, what? And he was like, no, you're old. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I was like, this oh is what goodness. everyone was warning me of. And I literally thought I like <laughs> broke something. And everyone's like, no, dude, you've like, you're old. You pulled a muscle. I was like, no. Coughing. Yeah. Like- <laughs> yeah. Co- coffee in my sleep to boot. I'm like, <laughs> like my, my friends were calling it my, um, my sleeping injury. I'm like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely about to start calling that. So you remember last year when you had your sleeping injury, <laughs> my, my sleeping injury, I was like, you guys, you don't understand how bad it hurts. <laughs> That's but yeah so with all that said besides that two week stint I don't physically like feel any different I actually feel like this is the best I've felt physically probably ever um and of course like the day I turned 30 my my company they actually give us our birthdays off so it was so nice yeah it's really nice um so it was like in the middle of the week it was a Wednesday I live in Pittsburgh, so it snows here pretty regularly. And we have a ski resort less than an hour from the house. So I have gone skiing a few times. I've tried snowboarding one time when I was in high school. And it, like, I was biffing it left and right. I was like, this is (laughs) not a good time right now. (laughs) So, yeah, my friend and I, like, gave up after, like, 20 minutes of trying. But I was like, you know what? I'm turning 30. Like, it's now or never. Like, I'm not Mm going to feel good like this forever so I need to start checking off the boxes of things I've been saying I want to do for all of my 20s yeah Yeah, so I went and I took a ski lesson and I was very proud of myself that is really cool I didn't realize that you did that like I knew you like went skiing and everything but I didn't know you did like a that is so cool I I feel inspired oh it was it was fun and like my boyfriend came with me and he's I mean, he he's skateboarded his whole life. He's snowboarded his whole life. So he's, like, doing the double black diamonds, like, like <laughs> spreading the gnar down these hills. And I'm over on the bunny hill just, like, literally jumping up and down, hugging my instructor that I, like, made it down the hill a few times, like, without Yay! falling. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm like, woohoo, I did it. Like, I only yeah. wiped out one time. Like, I was super proud of myself. That's um, good. But yeah, it was fun, but I was proud of myself because I'm like, the last time I tried this, I was 17 and I could not do it. And I'm 30 and it was a much better experience. So that's cool. um, Yeah, I hope that inspires everybody on the other side to (laughs) give something a go that they haven't done in a long time or that they've never tried because you might surprise yourself. Yeah, for sure. Um, so one thing that I feel like I've, I've heard amongst my peers about like getting quote unquote older and I say like quote unquote because like 30 doesn't feel old at all to me like I I don't think I'm gonna start regarding myself as old until I'm like 75 you know until I like Mm -hmm. if I live that long like that feels old to me 75 sounds like an old person 30 sounds like okay that's an adult like that's a real adult right yeah I'm still like I'm in the trial phases of adult right now Uh, oh get out of here you're an adult (laughs) but I understand what you mean because I kind of felt the same way yeah, it's like, ah, I'm not quite there yet. But one thing that like my peers say is kind of like, you know, I haven't done this and like, I'm almost 30. 
Like, and they, they use it as mm-hmm. like a marker of like, okay, why haven't I gotten to this yet? Or like their accomplishments. So with you, do you feel like you quote, like ran out of time? Like, or do you feel like you're like just getting started? I know that's like a loaded question. But. No, yeah, no, it's a good question, but no, I like, I don't know. I kind of back to what you were saying about when I was 29, I felt like I was like every once in a while when I'd realized 30 was around the corner, I was like jump scaring myself. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm turning 30 like oh no I'm running out like I felt like that but once it turned once I actually turned 30 I was like I don't I feel good like I don't Mm -hmm. feel old I feel young like I still get carded sometimes when I go out to bars like oh wow yeah like like, age is really just a number again I know I'm sounding like I'm making an 80s um song right now like song lyrics (laughs) but um there's one interesting thing I don't know if you've watched this recently um there was a Netflix documentary that came out I think it gosh I'm gonna like butcher the name um it was with the twins did you see that where it was like you are what you eat I think it was called oh god no it's on my list I need to watch it I need to watch it but no I haven't I haven't seen it yet okay so one thing that they talk about when they were doing that study is they talked about chronological chronological age which is like obviously how many years you've been alive and then your Mm -hmm. biological age which is Mm -hmm. how old your body appears to be like on the inside okay not not like somebody looking at your face being like oh you look 25 like no it's like what your body is your heart and like your yeah your organs and whatnot are saying gotcha Yeah. yeah exactly um and I think that is like so important to consider when you're thinking mm-hmm. about age like yeah you can think about mm-hmm. a number but like I guess like my best example of this is if you think about people who live in environments like uh, speaking of another documentary it's called like the blues the blue zones I think it is where mm-hmm. it's like they do a study of um people who live to be a hundred and like what parts of the world like Mm. what their lifestyles are like interesting Um, okay yeah and like and in those parts of the country like those people are so active like they're Mm -hmm. walking to go get groceries they're Mm -hmm. um gardening they're biking they're Mm -hmm. swimming they're just like doing active doing stuff yeah yeah they're doing stuff so naturally like they're gonna feel younger than somebody who's not doing that so in my mind I'm thinking to myself okay, yes, I'm 30, but technically, like, I think you kind of peak at, like, your best physical being, like, in your 30s, like, Mm -hmm. and I feel like society has told us, oh, once you turn 30, it's all downhill from there, and I just, like, don't agree with that, because I'm, like, there's a reason why people in our country that work corporate jobs or work union hard labor jobs that once you turn 30 people are like oh I wake up and my neck hurts and again I'm like speaking for myself right now because that happened to me two weeks ago but it's like (laughs) it's like maybe the reason why my neck hurts is because I sit at a desk for nine hours a day for the past 10 years versus yeah walking around it's like no I think (laughs) I think it's our lifestyle that makes us feel that way not what we're actually doing because there's people in other parts of the world that like 
they're doing all the crazy things. They're being active. They're doing all this stuff. And they're like 80 years old. So right. I don't no, know. I feel like age is... <laughs> Yeah, that's sorry. so valid. No, no, no. I cut you off. Um, that that's valid though. It's like you are definitely like, it's like a in in. I hate to say in your head, but it is. It starts in your head first, but it's like a in your head thing of like kind of how your body operates. Um, mm-hmm. like one of my friends was telling me that like she still has both of her grandparents alive, and um. Her, I think her grandma on her mother's side is older, but she's like moving around and stuff. She like drives back and forth, like um, to like visit them and everything. She'll get on a plane and fly to go see like her other son. Like she, like she is moving. And then the other mm-hmm. grandma on like her father's side is actually a little bit younger than that grandma. And she has like a walker and a wheelchair. And she's like, oh no, I can't do that. I'm too mm-hmm. old. And it's like, are you too old? Or are you like just stuck in this mindset that you're too old? And so now you can't do it. Like, right. Hmm. I know. <laughs> and of and like, of course there's things that come up. Like, right. again, once you hit a certain age, obviously your body starts, you know, adapting to that age. Like it, it is what it yeah. is. You can't avoid it. Exactly. But when I don't know I just feel like it's such like a cultural thing to be like oh when you turn 30 like you can't learn a new sport you can't learn a new instrument it's like why yeah why not why can't I yeah <laughs> who said like, that I'm like- not- <laughs> yeah I'm like I'm not like halfway in the grave like what are, you- what are we talking about here like I'm still young and I- I'm still you know I think I'm spry so right I don't know I think it's a mindset but um but yeah I mean people can get stuck on thinking of a number, but if you feel good and you're still doing your thing and still moving around and wanting to try new stuff, I think, I don't know. It's, it's all relevant to how, how you view it, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Um, so then that brings me to, so we didn't talk about this, but, um, you did mention that you are an auntie, um, meaning that you have siblings and you actually at 30 years old are the baby. Mm -hmm. So can you tell us something that you've learned from your two older siblings who clearly have to be older than 30, uh, (laughs) about what you've learned about being in the thirties? Yeah. Um, so I'm like, thinking to myself because I'm like oh god I don't I, I could just see my <laughs> sister right now like if she heard this she'd be like oh god don't say anything about me <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so I guess one thing that I've learned is my sister just watching her um get pregnant like go through that which it is like amazing to me. Like when mm-hmm. I went to the hospital to meet my nephew after he was born, it was just like unbelievable. Yeah. And I know it's, it's such a natural thing. Like any, like so many people go through it every single day, mm-hmm. but once you kind of see like a really good friend or a family member or a sister, like go through that, I'm like, I can't believe this is happening. Yeah. <laughs> like how, no, it's, how it's is so this baby here right now? Yeah, like, it's like, what do you yeah. mean, like, last year he wasn't here, and now he is? <laughs> yeah, I know, it's, it's literally insane, um, but just kind of watching my sister go through that process, and I I got to get her kudos, because she never really complained about, like, feeling bad, like, every time I'd call mm-hmm. her, she's like, oh, I'm doing good, like, things are going mm-hmm. well, like, I'm just 
really hoping that he's like the baby's doing well and he's you know feeling well and I just she was just so anxious about things going well mm-hmm. when the birth was actually happening that right. I don't even think she had time to be like concerned for herself so yeah. just like that <laughs> selflessness um yeah watching her kind of go through that was um I'm just like I hope I can be like that (laughs) yeah you had a good model yeah it was definitely like a good role model um to kind of view that from um and then yeah I also have a brother he's (laughs) I guess he's like two years older than me a little more than two years which I can't remember you've never you never met Ross right I yeah I've not met the men in your family I've only met the ladies (laughs) yes yeah um, so Ross, uh, I love him so much. He is like the funniest person to me, but he's just like, he's always just been a shy person. So the people who get to know him and take the time to like, talk to him, every single person's always like, oh my God, your brother's like the funniest person. <laughs> um, like he, he really should have been like a comedian or something. Cause he, he <laughs> cracked me up. Um, but yeah, I love him. They're, I'm actually planning, a like a sibling bonding day in a few weeks. I know that sounds lame, but But like my brother, he, he works so hard. He works. Um, it, it always makes people laugh, but there's, um, a factory in my hometown and you guys might be familiar with it. It's called joy cone and it's literally an ice cream cone factory. I know it sounds <laughs> ridiculous, um it's like they have to be somewhere um (laughs) yeah and and I'll I'll give them a call after this and be like okay um we got a sponsor for you we have a podcast for a sponsor (laughs) yeah I'm trying to get you some sponsor sponsorship uh money um but (laughs) no they're like an ice cream company but their cones like ship all across the country like I think McDonald's sells them Dairy Queen sells them like so if you ever go to those places and you get an ice cream cone Ross James might have put that cone in a box (laughs) um but it's it's like one of the biggest employers in my in my town like um they have good benefits and like he's just been working there for um a long time and I mean his schedule is just like I I don't know how he does it he goes like on and off like midnights and day shifts like on a weekly basis and I'm like that would mess with my mind so bad. so many different <laughs> yeah on yeah. like so many different levels so he finally has um a weekend off my sister is getting a break from um being a mom for a few hours to baby <laughs> donovan which i don't even think i mentioned his name um his name's mm-hmm. donovan it goes by van and he's the cutest little thing that's so cute <laughs> yeah he's a sweetie um but she's gonna get a break from being a mom and we're gonna hang out and we haven't done that in literally years, like just the three of us. So yeah, oh I'm really man, that's forward to it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, but I love cute. them. I mean, yeah. So basically, in a nutshell, like my my brother is just like such a youthful spirit. So like, mm-hmm. I try to keep that part of me um, as well. And then my sister's just been like such a role model of like being a mom and getting pregnant and all that stuff so um yeah I feel like they've definitely and also my sister's 36 I think um okay which uh, god I hope she doesn't care I, I said that but, <laughs> <laughs> but it just goes to show because like she was considered like geriatric by yeah, I know yes 
and she's not she's not the crazy part. No. she's not at all like it's i feel like if you don't have a kid by 30 people are looking like oh yes you're never having kids it's like wait a minute that it does not mean it's impossible like whoa right how do we go there why is it so stark of a difference between you know 29 and 31 to have a kid but <laughs> right i'm also like can we update the health records because i'm pretty sure right. that was probably <laughs> discovered back in like the 70s we've come a long way no so... seriously like let's relax <laughs> Yeah, right, I hope exactly. my mom doesn't. I hope my mom doesn't mind me saying this, but I'm she was 36 or 37 when she had my brother. And like, I remember I had a friend, we're not friends anymore. Um, and the story will kind of tell why. Um, but I remember like we were talking about that, and she, like, I had mentioned, like, oh, yeah, you know, like, I'm not like in too much of a rush to have kids because like my mom clearly showed me that like you can be old it's not really even old mm -hmm. and have kids and like be fine and I was like yeah she had my brother at like 36 or 37 and she was like ah, and there was nothing wrong with him and I was just like what is wrong with you no there was nothing wrong with him like he came out fine They're, like he has 10 toes he has 10 fingers like why would you say Wait, something like that your friend said that to you <laughs> yeah she was like did he come out okay and I was like yes as a matter oh. of fact he's like nine yeah, I think he was like 16 at the time I was like yeah he's lived for 16 years like I oh think he's doing God. okay and then I was like I was being dramatic and I was like stopped and I was like oh yeah wait I forgot something terrible happened to him he's allergic to peanuts like it's <laughs> it just like, it's like, it's like God dang. it's <laughs> like you know what now that you mention it the peanut allergy yeah. <laughs> so gotta have kids at like 24 so that my kids don't develop a peanut allergy oh like are you God. kidding well, like it's so weird <laughs> She doesn't make the friend roster anymore. Bye-bye. Right. So <laughs> no, I mean, my mom had me at 36, too. So I'm right there with yeah, you. Yeah, like, it's... I turned yeah, out fine, I think. I don't know. Yeah, no, you definitely <laughs> did. Like, <laughs> but yeah, I, I feel like... Um, I don't know. I saw on TikTok, which I probably need to stay off of TikTok, but um, this is a good thing that came off of there. But someone was saying that, like, 40s are the new 30s like people are all like oh yeah 30s is when everything kind of goes to like die and it's like I, I feel like kind of the people who are like the content creators like they're in their 30s and it's like wait a minute this is what y'all were talking about I still feel youthful like this is right I, I don't know why like and maybe it's us I don't know why our I'm, society yeah. makes us feel like 30 is just like oh my goodness you just hang it up you can't go out anymore you can't have fun work your desk job, call it a day and let the, let the new kids handle everything else. It's like, yeah. wait. <laughs> Those people are called the life suckers of society. <laughs> <laughs> and they probably have their live, laugh, loves hanging all over their mouths. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's like one the Ray thing. Ray Dunn coffee I... cups that say coffee. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like the hashtag bless. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, that's like one. I don't know why this is such a bad habit, but I always like create like little um, like scenarios in my head for people. And like, it's so <laughs> dumb. I don't know. I just like am creating like a little person in my mind of like a little persona this... of somebody yeah a little persona that's what I was looking for thank you Brie yeah <laughs> no <laughs> I actually love Thanks doing that so I have funny. a I have a um, friend who uh me and her do that often actually we people watch and create this whole like story like oh yeah I bet she did this this and this and she <laughs> baked bread last Tuesday and like <laughs> Oh my God. Speaking of bread. Okay. Can I just bring something up? And this is, yes, this is, I don't like, okay. So you know how you asked me, like, do you feel old? Okay. I, I don't feel old physically, but there has been things that I've noticed where I'm like, oh my God, I'm out of 
the hip trends. Like, I don't know what is happening. I've seen two things pop up this week and Mm -hmm. you can let me know. You might be able to fill me in and educate me because I'm lost. (laughs) Um, One, what is the hype with the sourdough bread? I don't (laughs) understand what the hell is happening, but I keep seeing jars and it looks like glue and I'm like what are we doing here and then I like continue looking at pictures I'm like oh they're baking bread okay it's sourdough bread okay another sourdough bread picture all right scroll 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 and we have another one what the hell is going on with the sourdough bread is this like a I don't have tiktok so I don't know but is this like a trend that's happening right now all right let me explain to the crowd let me explain to the class actually because (laughs) this is something I feel like I've been studying for some time now on the social studying media. yeah <laughs> a true a true scholar if you will true scholar of the socials you know um so I honestly I feel like it started around because my mom was definitely a part of this crew still a part of this crew, <laughs> but um <laughs> it started in the the first quarantine it's crazy that we have to reference time like that it started in the first quarantine I feel like you know people were doing the little dancey dances on TikTok and whatnot Mm-hmm. But then also there was another camp and they were doing the sourdough and they were like, dude, you can make <laughs> bread at home because we were bored in the house, in the house board. And mm-hmm. people were just like coming up with anything that you can do. And sourdough bread became like a thing of just like, <sighs> oh yeah. And apparently, and I did not know this because I, I actually think I'm allergic to sourdough bread. I'm not, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure. So I didn't really pay too much attention to it, but okay. apparently sourdough starter is like alive and you don't use all of it every single time that you make bread like you just use a little bit of it so like people like have Mm. their little sourdough starter they use it to make bread and like because it's like yeast based it continues to grow so like you just have like everlasting sourdough starter to like make your bread I think I saw on TikTok there was like one lady she's had her sourdough starter for like 54 years or something like that like she's used the same sourdough starter for all her breads that she's baked because like there are some people it's like yeah I've been baking bread like I Mm -hmm. there's no (laughs) it wasn't about COVID like I've always baked bread but now what I'm starting to see is sourdough bread is the gateway drug (laughs) to the girlies who (laughs) want to start a garden (laughs) they get a couple chickens I, I don't know if you've seen that they get a couple chickens and they have like these eggs and everything in their backyard and whatnot. And then like all of a sudden, like three years down the line, they have a homestead. That <laughs> That is what's happening right now. That is what I've studied. That is the conclusion that I've come to. I've seen a couple oh. of influencers do it now. I was like, wow, you were just selling me, you know, the little Lululemon credits or whatever. And now you're talking about like, yeah, my kids can't eat such and such red dye 40. And <laughs> we only use um, plant-based cleaners, which like, what the heck is even a plant-based, like all-purpose cleaner? Like, I don't know. I I've definitely to clean my counter. <laughs> yeah. I've definitely fallen victim to that. Like I, I'm, <laughs> I will come clean. <laughs> I've definitely been a victim, but I, I don't know. I just feel like the sour, like the bread in general, like, yes, to your point, I remember during COVID, it was like, that was like the soft launch. But I feel like in the past few weeks, I'm like, sourdough bread is making a hard launch on my social feed. And I'm so confused, like how this got started. But I appreciate the the history of it (laughs) from its from its infancy, from its infancy. Yes. During COVID. Um, But yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's the thing. I I feel like, too, in this age, like with 30s, um, like I've seen a lot of people are like getting up. I say up there, but like they're getting close to 30 is what I mean by up there. 
And I feel like there's a lot of like settling down that's happening. And I feel like mm-hmm. the sourdough bread has become a part of that. It's just like, yeah. The, yeah, like including like the sobriety movement. I don't know if you've seen that too, but also in my study, like the whole like, okay, I don't drink alcohol anymore. <laughs> like mocktails, the mocktails, that's what it is. That's, that's a new mocktails. Yeah. The sleepy girl mocktail. The, you know what I mean? Like maybe, yeah. I don't know. I've, yeah, yeah I've, I've seen, I mean, again, like I'm guilty of the movement to a certain extent, like I'll never cut it out, but um, definitely trying to dial it back a little bit. Um, just a tad. But yeah, just a tad. Just just trying to do some good for, for the old bag of bones over here. Um, <laughs> but wait, but my other question, another thing that I've seen, and this has just been recent, this is within the, the past 48 hours. So you have to <laughs> let me know, maybe, maybe it was just like an algorithm thing, but what is the thing with like, I'm cooking? Do you know what I mean? Please, please use it in and a sentence. Yeah. Okay. So, well, I'll, I'll give you the visual of what these posts look like so like the caption will be like oh she's cooking and and then like somebody's like making like a beat on their computer or something like DJing (laughs) and I'm like what are we cooking here yeah okay okay I (laughs) explain it to me (laughs) explain it for the elderly like I'm five yeah yeah (laughs) I'm cooking or she's cooking like like, is that a trend right now? Or did I just happen to see I think like, it's four in, of them last night? You probably saw four of them last night, but I think it's coming back because I feel like what it's replacing is the like, you know, like somebody is like saying something um, that's like really good. And it's like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. they spitting. Like, yeah. They're spitting facts. I feel like cooking has replaced that term. Uh, it's, I don't know if I co-sign. It's so hard to this. keep up now. I know. I don't love it. I do not love it. And <laughs> It's getting hard to keep up. I I don't know if you remember this, but at least and maybe this is just like a this might have been a Texas thing, but there used to be like they would at the beginning of the school year, um, they would say like these are some of the acronyms that your your kids might be using to like say certain <laughs> stuff. So like this is how you decode it. And they would have like a whole segment on the news to teach the adults like what the lingo was for the kids. Oh, Texas, I, I love saw, you. <laughs> <laughs> they did emojis one time too so they were like and I was just like this is such a violation of the kids but like I, I I understand and they did the emojis and so they were telling them like these are what some of the emojis mean some of them they had absolutely wrong it was just like that is actually not what that emoji means um, but then other ones they had very right and I said who snitched on the kids about the emojis like the eggplant right I was oh, like no. oh gosh stop oh my gosh so many kids are about to get in trouble right now because of this new segment right here um, but I saw a post on Instagram that was like, it had like all the little like, oh yeah, these are what the ac- these are the acronyms that the kids are using. When I tell you, I did not know a singular one, and I was like, <laughs> no, I'm on the other side of this now. Like I don't know mm-hmm. the lingo. Like it was. Oh, I know. <laughs> uh, it's it's a hard pill to swallow. The one thing so I will hard. say when I when I worked in Round Rock with Devin, and he'll probably agree since we supervise high school and college kids, they, I learned so much. I was like, wow, I, I am a teenager. Like I fit in with the teenage crowd. Um, you know now, like you're in yeah. the know. 
but ever since I left that job, I'm like over here in the dark. Like I don't, I don't yeah. know what's happening anymore. Oh, and yeah. I feel like not having TikTok probably doesn't help my case there. But you refuse to download just, it, don't you? Yeah, I'm just trying to limit the screen time. Oh, that too. Yeah, Devin refuses to download TikTok at all, and um, but he listens to like he looks at reels on Instagram, and I kind of mm-hmm. feel like you know um on Facebook, they're always just like late to the party. Like, yeah, that was a trend like three weeks ago when you guys are just now like, right. spreading it around like it's new. <laughs> I now feel like that is the reels to TikTok. Like Devin will show me something and I'll be like, I literally saw that two weeks ago on TikTok. As a matter of fact, I sent it to you and you ignored it. <laughs> and now you're showing it to me on reels as if it's new. <laughs> Good story, Devin. I already sent yeah. that to you. Late to the party, literally sir. already saw it. Like, and he'll be like, oh, well, why do they post the same thing? And like, oh, the questions he now has about social media. I'm just like, please, I ca- I cannot continue to educate you on these apps oh. that you have on your phone. Like, <laughs> oh, well, I'm there with them. So I'm guilty yeah. as charged. But yeah. Oh, man, this was so good. I kind of forgot that we were recording until I <laughs> looked down and saw that little red <laughs> having the time talking to my friend I know this is so um, fun well this is what happens when we go like god okay. years <laughs> yeah literally years like uh, before we jumped on I was like Bree the last time I talked to you was when you got engaged and I like called you and I was like oh my god I'm so happy for you I know you're with your friends and family I gotta go by I like love your ring like I'm so happy for you guys like I know you're busy guy <laughs> like that was literally the conversation no literally like but honestly that's I have a few friends now and I see them often and that's only because I moved back to the area that they were in like because everybody was here while I was in Austin and now that I'm like back in the Houston area it's like oh okay Mm -hmm. I see my friends a little bit more often but it's still just like uh, it's not even that I don't have the time it's like sometimes I just don't have the energy it's like especially Mm -hmm. for my now especially for my friends who are like not in the state at all it's like oh man yeah just know that when I like your story or when I like your post I'm like yeah that's kind of where it is now but we always just like pick back up where where we left off which is great so I know I like I do and I'm not just saying this like when I tell people about my time in Texas and even my mom and like my mom and sister got to meet you guys like which I'm so happy they did but I always thought like you come up in conversation so many times when I'm talking about like (laughs) my life in Texas because you like I don't think you understand you and Devin came into my life when I needed someone like I moved down there didn't really know anyone I worked Mm -hmm. weird hours like didn't I mean how was I supposed to meet friends outside of work and like no literally your your off days were like what Monday and Tuesday like Monday and Tuesday like (laughs) gross right like who am I gonna hang out with like the retired community what are we doing (laughs) um (laughs) But, like, when Devin introduced me, I was just, like, oh, my God, I have to, like, hang out with this girl. Like, I remember he was, like, oh, yeah, she's moving to Austin. Like, she doesn't really know a ton of people. I was, like, give her my number. Yeah, no, seriously. (laughs) Um, And it literally has been one of my favorite friendships that I've ever had. Like, you're just such a great person. I just love you so much. Retweet. Same about you. Like, I just... I can't let you go. Like you're literally the only person 
that I actually met in Austin that I continue to keep up with well after we both have gone. Um, mm-hmm. Did end up meeting a friend. She lived like in the unit above us and like me and her are very tight now, but like oh, good. She, she came after you left, but like you two, that was it. Like I had no one like, so yeah, Devin was like, yeah, she doesn't really know anyone out here. It's like, no, I know nobody but you. And then of course, like his off days guys, whereas Wednesday and Thursday, which like also ill, um yeah work nights so it was just like yeah just uh, you guys made the time good though you definitely like oh man I enjoyed going over uh to your apartment and hanging out with you and eating places and when you actually could get out of that job like uh (laughs) I know it was funny like I was like this is like one not only is Brie like a amazing person that I love to talk to and I actually it was just like gen like it was just like a general like um like no sorry genuine friendship like I was just like Mm -hmm. you're like such a good person but it worked out but it worked out great because whenever Devin was at work that's when I was off because him and I oh yeah schedules (laughs) so I was like I was like I know you're free tonight because yeah because you're not doing anything because he's gone (laughs) yeah I'm like Devin's releasing me from the (laughs) round rock sports center so if you want to hang out let me know like it it was just perfect it was definitely oh yeah it was perfect it was like ah yes ultimate girl time that was that was some ultimate girl time that was a friendship that I used to dream about when I was a kid of like oh will I ever have friends when I get off work yes yes Mm -hmm. you will yes you will that'd be great (laughs) <laughs> I know it was yeah it was great because when I was at work I could just you know kick it with Devin and then when I wasn't at work I was like kicking it with Brie <laughs> yeah just straight off trade off um <laughs> oh god but yeah oh, I'm man. just like so thankful for both you guys and even Devin <sighs> working at the Round Rock Sports like it was so nice to have him he's such a nice guy so I'm oh, so man. happy I'm gonna have to get are. him on the pod I know you so, should. So everybody can know who I talk about every single time I get on here, but um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you're so kind, and I so appreciate you for doing this, even though it took me freaking forever to actually ask you to do it, and then you had your sleeping injury, and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God, it'll happen to everyone. Like I'm telling you right now, you guys will hear this, and I promise you, it's coming. Yeah. The sleeping injuries are, are coming <laughs> in your future. I'm sorry, but it's it's gonna happen. Sorry to tell ya, but yeah. Yeah. Well, this has been amazing, and I'm so grateful for you and um, Pod. I will see you next time.